106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Our lady of blessed acceleration, don't fail me now. It's time for Drive Radio, presented by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Whether you need help diagnosing a problem. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. I want to have them answered immediately. Or just want to learn about all things automotive. Hey, how exactly does a positive track rear end on a Plymouth work? It just does. Then you've come to the right place. So start your engines, buckle up, and get ready to ride. Drive Radio starts now on KLZ 560 The Source. And it is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. I am your host, John Rush. Larry Younger answering phones. Charlie Grimes, your engineer. Ken Rackley, Tune Tech Automotive with us today. Good morning, Ken. Good morning. It's good always to see good you. to be here. Yeah. It's great to see you. Yeah. And then Kent and Cody from Novus Auto Glass up in Sterling are with us today as well. Good morning, John. We're talking about glass today, right, guys? Yes, a lot of glass. Okay. Good. good. How's the drive down from Sterling? Very nice. Nice and quiet. A little humid this morning. Very humid. That's all right. Yeah, a little rain last night, so it does that. Makes things nice and green. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, we we'll like take it. that. Yeah. We'll thing. take that. You bet. All right. So, guys, anything you've got today when it comes to uh, auto glass, things along those lines, of course, we'll answer those questions. Ken's here, of course. We'll take anything when it comes to the automotive side of the fence as well. 303-477-5600. Don't forget the text line, 307-200-8222, 307 200 8222 Texas. Any question you've got, lines are open, by the way. Call us. We'll get you right on air. Had a great first hour there on Fix It Radio. So anything you've got for us, please let us know. Question of the day. And this was sent in from a listener, Ryan. So, Ryan, you're listening. Thanks for this. I do appreciate it. If any of you want to add to the question of the day, just send me an email, and I'll put it in queue. Today's is what is or was your favorite truck. Could be something current. Could be something from the past. But what is or was your favorite truck? That's the question of the day. And, uh, again, you can answer that on Facebook. You can call us and answer it, or you can send us a text message as well. And, again, the text line, 307-200-8222. So where should we start, guys? What do you want to do here first? Hmm. Auto glass? Sure. We'll give a tip, sure. trick, whatever? Yeah. We'll ta- start with so, glass. And so, so Kent and I were talking yesterday, just which I did not know. I, you would think everything that I do on a regular basis, I would have known some of this. But, Kent, how many different windshields are there for a new Ford F-150? Probably a dozen. There's a lot of different windshields for that. Pickup. Twelve different windshields for one truck. At least. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. And they all fit the same pickup. Yeah, they, they go in the same hole. Different attachments on it for the rain sensor, the lane departure camera. Different mirrors, that shade, kind of stuff. all that stuff. Yeah, shades minor. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's logo, the part, right? Logo. Yeah, right. So, right. Can it affect the cost though, right? It affects costs. Yeah. yeah. And the consumer has no idea which one they have. <laughs> of course. So <laughs> we go down the list: which one do you got? What do you have on your pickup? What options? Makes sense. Yeah. And it's. Do so you go through the litany of things to determine that's what right. whether you're going to get the right then windshield? Then you go down not. the list of who has it in stock and who can, you, who can buy it. Can you do that off the VIN number or no? Sometimes you can. Sometimes it's not very accurate. Ah, so I didn't. It's okay. supposed to be, but not always. Okay. So, so, do, so yeah. how do you get it accurate then? Either you got to see the truck first, or what? See the truck, or sometimes we use the Ford dealer, let them look it up, and they can tell us what was put in originally in that vehicle. Okay. And hit and miss, and hope you got the right one. So it's not like it used to be. <laughs> no. All right. So again, if you got any questions for the guys from Novus, Cantor, Cody, let us know. Uh, this is always a big topic, but if you got anything specific, let us know. 303-477-5600. Steve, down in Carter Springs, you're next. What's going on, Steve? 
Good morning, um, Novus. First of all, they did a great job on daughter's Jetta on a couple of chip seals. Awesome. And provided 10 band-aids for the others. Awesome. Today's head scratcher. Yeah, today's head scratcher. I replaced uh, Rotor's Ups pads on the X3, and that's only like three weeks ago, and all the hubs are already corroded. And I'm going, huh. Uh, they weren't cheap. It's like, you know, like, let's see, 500 bucks for the hub rotor assembly, and probably another 200 for the pads, 1200 total with labor. I've never seen the hubs corrode in under three weeks. So my understanding of doing a little research, they're supposed to be coated with some type of lacquer to prevent that, and I'm thinking manufacturing defect-wise, maybe they didn't. Yeah, maybe not. I mean, so, they, so they're all rusted up? Is that what I'm hearing? Is it just rust, or is it actually yeah. like a white corrosion? Oh, you. I mean, you can look at them. You know, I don't know what level of rust, but they're definitely oh, corroded like okay. you would yeah. expect to see on something sitting out in a field for a year or two. I'm like, what? Of course, it's been super wet, too, and just my personal experience with my own brakes, if it's raining throughout the day, I get in at night and they will grind the first two stops that I make on, on my own personal vehicle. And I, well, I understand, but I, sure. I don't like the idea that he's corroding. Oh, right. You see three it. weeks out of the box. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, I, I mean, I'm scratching my head. I, to me, I think it's a manufacturing defect. And then a second item, the old rotors, I'm, I'm an old school Jurassic dinosaur, but I took them with me. And I put the calipers on them and looked up the specs, and all the rotors were within three hundredths of 1.58 inches, and the spec for remaining to turn them is 0.9. So I'd ask the shop, are you going to turn them? Oh, yeah. Huh. They wanted all new ones. And it seems to me that that is sort of like easier for them to do than to do the old style, you know, turn them on a lathe, da-da-da. Well, I'll tell you, we don't turn too many anymore, if yeah, any. Right. I, I mean, that's industry wide. Cost effective wise, it's yeah. it's way more cost effective to replace them actually, and and you get the a better deal. deal. Of, right. Yeah. Even resurfacing them, you know, we used to have every now and then you'd get them warp just super quick, you know, because they just can't be right. exact. You I, know, like Stephen, I'll one. be honest with you, anymore. Other than maybe trying to yeah. true one up that you would get new from a, a manufacturer, I don't know why a, a uh, uh, an automotive repair shop would even own a lathe anymore. I'm, I'm being dead serious. I got you. And there's a yeah. ton of lathes that are thought. used on the market because of that. Yeah. It's kind of what I thought. But if you had come up with any ideas why brand new okay. rotor hubs would be corroding inside of two or three weeks. I'll do a little I research. Would, I would say they, yeah, they because you can buy different ones. Like Napa sells... Uh, I, I can't remember. I'm not, you know, not saying that they're Napa rotors, but you can get different ones. You can get ones that are actually have, like you said, like a lacquer coating on them, or you can get they're a little less expensive and they're just iron. You know, they're they're not coated with anything. And you know, some applications you can only get one or the other, and some you can get both. So it just, yeah, it just really. And how e- how easy does that come off? Or have you tried, Steve? How, you know, how impregnated is the rust? Well, when you get right behind the lug nuts or the alloy wheels, I don't know how you're going to get in there because it's just a hub. Of course, the rotor's not going to corrode right. because you're kind of right. braking action. Right. I'm not sure how you're going to get that stuff off of there. Uh-huh. But like the old ones that went, uh, I don't know, 70,000, 80,000 miles, no. no corrosion at all. Oh, okay. Yeah, different process of yeah, making it. Has it has to yeah. be. Yeah. And, and it could be a deal. I'd call the manufacturer and ask them. Yeah. Well, these are the, the Napa Platinum rotors, so uh, 
Maybe it was just a manufacturer. Very well be. I don't know. Yeah. Ask them. Okay. And and see if they do have a separate, you know, from that part number to a different part number. See if they yep. have one that is is coded or something along those yep. lines. Good idea. Well, yeah. Okay, thanks. All right, you All bet, right. Steve. I appreciate it very much. Jerry and Greeley, you're next. What's going on, Jerry? Well, a friend of mine's got an 08 Optima that uh, he got in a fender bender, and it's not worth fixing. Okay. Um, somebody drove by and saw it and parked in front of his house and offered him 1500 bucks, which I, I think is probably fair, but um, I presume they just want it for parts. But, probably. Um, yeah. I've heard you talk before about uh, making a bill of sale that put on there for parts only or tow-away. This or would be a tow-away sale in this case, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, nowadays, you know, with all the fancy computers and, and forgeries and counterfeiting, how do you make sure you're, you're really getting paid with, like, you know, if they use green cash, how do you know it's for real? Or Well, on the, I would only get paid, if this were me, on $1,500. I would only do it in cash. I wouldn't do any other way. And all $100 bills have the strip in it now. You can hold them up to the light and look for the strip, and you, you can pretty much tell. And there's, there's actually even a pen you can buy at any of the office depot type stores there's a pen that you can actually write on the front of it and it'll tell you whether it's a legitimate bill or not jerry and i would be checking the bills to make sure they're legit and then make sure the strips in it but i would only take cash and i would require hundreds yeah okay can i ask another question yes uh one thing i want to add real quick so i don't forget in this case given it's a tow-away and it's been wrecked i would also make sure i've got pictures that i'm attaching to my bill of sale that i'm keeping on file huh just for grins. I just sure. would have them on file. Just yeah. keep them. And, yeah. And yeah, and make sure you get two signed copies. That's right. Have yeah. it, you, yeah. He needs a copy, and then give one to the guy buying it. Right. And make sure they all look the same. Yep. Yep. Not have all the same well, input. Well, thank you. Um, another friend's thinking about buying a, a pickup, a private party, but the plates on it are expired, so he, he was hoping to take it for a pre-purchase inspection um, and a test drive, of course, but... You know, how, how, what do you do if, there, if there's no active plates on the vehicle? His insurance would actually be covering that vehicle while he's actually doing what you're talking about. And if you got pulled over by a policeman, you could explain the situation. I don't know of too many policemen that if you're legitimate and explain what's going on, this thing's got expired plates, I'm looking at buying it, I'm taking it to this particular shop to have it done. And, and believe me, they know the routes and so on. And if you're in route, you're not going to have any issues there at all, Jerry. And, and insurance-wise, it's already covered. As long as Great. the guy has insurance. As long, yeah, as long yeah, as, as long the guy the buying it has yeah. insurance. I see, yeah, right. Oh, buying it? No, if, you, yeah, if you're buying it, your insurance will cover it in this oh, okay. particular case. Oh, okay. I wasn't aware of that. Well, super. Well, thank you very much, gentlemen. Okay. Yep. Thank Thanks, you. Jerry. Great questions, yeah. by the way. All right, we'll take a quick timeout. We'll come back. If you've got any questions for us, let us know. 303-477-5600. Question of the day coming from Ryan. Our listener is, what is your favorite truck? Past or present, doesn't matter. Let us know. 303-477-5600. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Can you believe how low rates are staying? Still in the twos. Back in the 40s and the 50s, rates were in the 5 to 6% range. How much longer are you going to wait? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Your home has never been worth more. Take AIM to get that lower rate or shorten your term. Lower your payment and pay thousands less in interest. It's your money. Call 720-895-0500 now. Affordable Interest Mortgage. Locally owned and family operated since 2001. Are you ready for the future financially? Many of our clients have the ability to access their equity for 30 years without raising their payments now. This prepares them for those speed bumps of life. 
Ask how you can become mortgage safe too. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, where our reputation of putting you first and listening to you is unmatched in Colorado. Call 720-895-0500 now so you can focus on what's important, family. Regulated by door NMLS 298191, equal credit lender. Hi, this is Scott Watley for my friends at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. And not just my friends, but truly, the staff at Lone Tree feels like part of our family. Since 2002, they have provided the very best care for our pets. What we love about Lone Tree Vet is the services they provide covers all of our needs. From preventative care, dentistry, pain management, cardiology, dermatology, and eye care, as well as emergency and critical care. They also offer veterinary surgery and orthopedic care. And when you need to get away, they have a fantastic boarding lodge and a cat boarding lodge that is amazing. If your pet gets to go along, they can even assist you with your travel health certificates. And when your dog needs a little extra instruction, check out the K9 Academy. They helped us so much when we got a new puppy last year. And then of course, there is a spectacular grooming salon that you and your pet will love. All of this and more at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. Oh, and check out the blogs to help you become a better parent at LoneTreeVet.com. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, they believe that all pets deserve to have a good life. Call 303-708-8050. That's 303-708-8050. It's just one stop and all the care you need. Here are the three C's of high performance in less than 60 seconds. Your engine piston rings must have good compression, which makes good combustion, which saves cash at the pump. But you lose compression when piston rings clog with carbon. Today's engines use low tension rings, which clog much easier, which lowers compression, combustion, and the amount of cash in your pocket with higher fuel cost and expensive repairs. This problem can be fixed as fast as your next oil change. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine and accomplishes the three C's in just 15 minutes. It has three letters, E, P, R, as in engine performance restoration that cleans piston rings and restores compression, which increases and saves you. Find a shop with BG products BG. at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. So, at your next oil change, remember the three C's. You will find more of this in your engine and this in your pocket when you clean your engine with BG. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. I do appreciate it very much. Lines are full. As soon as somebody drops off, give us a call. We'll get you right on air. Nick and Golden's going to start off this segment. Nick, go ahead. What's going on, sir? Hey, good morning. Uh, appreciate the conversation and I and the, and the program. So I work in the automotive business, and I was just was going to give my two cents, first of all, about the gentleman that called in with the rotors yes. um, and the, corro- the corrosion. So... Uh, it, you know, days passed when I did use the surface rotors um, before I even mounted it to the brake lathe. You know, I had to make sure that the hub surface yep. of the rotor was perfectly clean in order to make sure my rotor was true on the machine. Right. You know, and then going back on the hub surface, of course, I didn't want any rust. So, you know, it would take some time with a wire wheel and my die grinder set up and whatever it took to get it back down, polished and I either use just a little bit of uh, anti-seize, uh, and I mean spare, very sparingly, or even a little bit of grease um, in order to keep that corrosion from coming back, you know, because that is a problem. And I'm 
sometimes even with the wheels themselves on the cars, you know, you mm-hmm. get this mag chloride on the road, right. and it makes that that same uh, corrosion between the wheel and actually, the hub Actually, Nick, it's not it's not the mag chloride like everybody thinks. It's actually the salt we have on the roads now that do that. Well, it's the same thing. I mean, it's, it's no, the chemical actually, that's it's, down it, on the road. Actually, it's, it's not, and I want to make sure everybody's clear on that because there's a lot of misconceptions on on that. First of all, we're not using any mag chloride in Colorado anymore either. There's a few parking lots that get used, but we're using uh, brine now on the roads itself. But literally, the salt for all these years, everybody blamed it on right. the mag chloride, but it literally okay. was the salt that was doing all that. Sure. Yeah. Sure. What, what is brine? Brine is uh, br- yeah, salt brine is salt that they're, you know, it's, it's its own mixture, if you would, of salt that CDOT's been making now for, I think we're going on the fourth year now of that, Nick, with no okay. mag chloride anymore. Okay, well, that's good to know. I appreciate that information. Sure, yeah. no. And, and, I have and again, I, yeah, and I think just real quick, just there was a lot of uh, misconceptions from, especially technicians, where they were blaming the mag chloride for a lot of those rust issues. And I can tell you from, you know, being somebody that puts all those products down, uh, this, my salt trucks get a lot more rust and corrosion on them than my mag trucks do. Sure. Uh, oh, for sure. Yeah, I agree. But we know that that mag did cause problems. Um, uh, anyways, but uh, again, uh, going back to the rotors, you know, I had, uh, and I still do, I will put a, f- a very thin film there to help protect the, the metal, the mm-hmm. bare metal. It's like any metal that you would grind on or sand on or cut you know you have an exposed edge it's going right. to corrode so right uh, rust and so put something back in its place um but then going on to my favorite truck uh, you know my favorite vehicle first of all is the one that i'm in and uh you know as long as it's taking me home but i got a duramax i got a one-ton chevy duramax and you know that truck just has proven itself over and over um, you know, between uh, what I use it for, mostly hauling my toys up into the hills. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm. That's, what year that's is it? About Nick? What I got. Uh, it's a, a 2013. It's okay. got the LML in it, yeah. and yeah. it's been pretty durable. Yeah. Um, it's not a daily driver, though. Uh, you know, it's it's meant to work and haul a load. And, sure. Uh, it's not a not a work truck for me. I don't idle it because there's a lot of problems when you do. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I drive it, I make sure that I'm always going to drive it for. You know, at least a couple hours, so I have plenty of time to get it thoroughly warmed up and burn off any condensation inside the engine and make sure that exhaust gets good and hot. Right. You know, good. You know, yeah. Good. But, great uh, truck. So that's no, all great I got. truck. Thank yeah. you. No, no, great stuff. Nick, thanks. Thanks for the, the, uh, the help and the tips. I appreciate that very much. Joe and Conifer, you are next. What's going on, Joe? Hey, John. How are you doing? Good, sir. Uh, I, uh... We've talked before. I'm kind of partial to the Ford High Boys. Oh yeah. But my all-time. If you can find truck, one. <laughs> well, I'm sitting in mine right now. Good nice. for you. Hang on uh, to it. Yeah. Yeah. My all-time favorite truck, and I had to sell it due to an injury. It's the one that got away. Is the uh, civilian cab Dodge Power Wagons oh, from yeah. the 50s. Yeah. Bulletproof. You got to live life in a slow lane, but they're yeah, that's true. Well, they that's had 160 true. horsepower or something. Yeah, they didn't have a lot. That's true. Oh, Good no. point. They had they they had 98 horsepower at 3,200 RPM. Oh, there you go. 98 wow. horsepower. Wow. That's Watch good. out. No, the, the yeah, high boy yeah. though. I'm I'm serious, really serious, and you know this, Joe. Man, make sure yeah. you uh, make sure you keep eyes on that at all times, or somebody else will own it. Oh yeah, yeah. It doesn't get far from me. Yeah, it'll it'll yeah. it'll end up. Uh, yeah. In somebody else's garage, uh, yeah, yeah, those things are of high value right now, as you okay. know. Yeah, I got a question for sure. you. Sure. Uh, what were your favorite AFX cars? 
slot cars. Oh, man. <laughs> I had, uh, what was it? It was the AMX. I think it was a white, uh-huh. red, and blue AMX that just stuck uh-huh. to the track. Just It was really cool. It yeah. Was, yeah. <laughs> I should have kept all mine. And I had messed up on that. Yeah. And then I had. Yeah, I, and then I had oh, yeah. Yeah. I had an yeah. Elf also that was one of the Grand, or not Grand Oh, the six wheel. Yeah. The, uh-huh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, that yep. was pretty cool. Yeah. It stuck to the track yeah. pretty well, too. And awesome. Yep. How about the Richard yep. Petty car, the number 43 yeah, yeah. on it? That's right. That's pretty cool. Right, right. Joe, are they going to start it. running some of those yeah, again now that, that the really COVID cool. thing is um, over? Yep. Yeah, we're starting to run again. Well, let us know. Um, let, let us know what you're doing there. Okay. Give us some updates, and we'll get some folks out to see you. Okay. Sounds good. I'd love to. I'd love to do that, Joe. All right. Thanks, okay. man. Appreciate it very much. Yeah, he's into the slot car thing big time. So, sure. Joe, thanks. I appreciate you calling and give us an update on all that as well, too, taking us back in time. Yeah. Uh, Dave in Broomfield, what's going on? So I'm going to start with my favorite trucks. Uh, Best-looking truck ever made, 56 Ford, by far. All right. Yep. Big fenders. and no, yep. Yep. Yeah. Oh, just a great-looking truck. I yeah. mean, 53, 4, and 5 looked similar, but they fattened up the cab in 56. Just a great-looking truck. The right. second one that I actually had was a 59 Chevy four-wheel drive. Oh, wow. Uh, 59 four-wheel drive, huh? Great, great truck. Yeah. Probably had a Napco conversion on it. Had to have been. It did, yeah. yeah. But this one had a um, had a two eighty three in it. Okay. So the, I think it came with a six owner, but great truck. Yeah. Uh, a beast go anywhere. The big massive front end on that thing. Right. Uh, my, my question: thousand eleven um, Dodge Ram five point seven. It's got a hundred. I'm driving it right now. Kind of cutting out. Sounds like a little bit of lifter noise when I first started. Okay. Yep, those are known to have camshaft hit. issues, so I would make sure you get that looked at, Dave. Say it again. Those can have camshaft issues. I would have that looked at. Yeah, okay. As soon as possible. Yeah. Like I said, it just sounds like a little bit of lifter when yeah. I first start it and it goes away within 30 seconds. Yeah. yeah I, so sooner the better because it's most likely what's going on. It's yeah. very common on those. The farther it goes, the more damage the worse it it'll do. get. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. Yeah. Those were those, for those of you driving those vehicles, there's not a lot. You can do other than change oil like you need to be use the proper oil in it from day one. But if you're to this point where it's making some noise, and, and by the way, you can do all of what I just said and still have some issues on sure. camshaft because that's just a, that was just a known problem on those. Yeah, yeah, because I, I mean I religiously changed my yeah. oil. Yeah, so you probably done yeah. nothing wrong at all. It's just the nature of the beast. Yep. Okay, is that an expensive? Uh, yes. Repair if it comes to it. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. and and uh, in your world, you may really think closely, and I know I know prices of of new stuff is up as well. But you may really look closely at given what the value of your truck is now, and knowing somebody would still buy it in that condition, you might really think hard about doing a swap. Wow. So, what years were vulnerable to that? Uh, I think they got better by about what, Ken, 2014 or so. I'd have to go back and look and see, but memory serves me. Yeah. 2014 or 15, I think they got better. But, again, I need to look that up specifically, David, to be sure. But uh, there were those years in there, 20, I don't know, what, two, probably 08 to 2012 or so that was an issue. Yeah. yeah. And, again, no, please, if somebody knows the exact dates, yeah, please text me or let me know because I'm going from memory. Uh, I don't have that right okay. in front of me, but that's about the range they were bad. Okay. I, lo- I mean, I love the truck. Other sure. Than they're great trucks. Yeah, Mileage stinks, but they're yeah. great trucks. <laughs> I'm looking at mine. I'm doing about 16 right now. Yeah, that's about right. Well, You're doing better than bad. most, actually. Yeah, I was going to say. That's yeah, not, I can do up to 20 a on a trip on the highway. So, yeah, I mean, to me, I'm, I went from a 2002 with a 5.9, which I got like a... Yeah, it was even worse. <laughs> well, yeah. The, the yeah. new ones are much, much better, by sure. the way. They have gotten that to be to be better. But unfortunately, 
you know, Dodge Chrysler never did very well on those trucks on the fuel economy side. You could go buy a Chevy and get, you know, another five, six miles to the gallon out of it easy. Yeah. That was a downside right. to that. But, but great truck. All right. mm-hmm. Yep, thanks, guys. You're very welcome, right, David. Appreciate it very much. And, yeah, I, just knowing that vehicle, you're – I'm guessing, if I'm thinking correctly, Kent, that's going to be a – I could be off on this, but 2500 bucks minimum fixing that truck, if not more? I would say so, yeah. Make it go as high as four grand, depending upon what, what was found inside. Yeah. yeah. So, that's again, it's kind of one of those things where you can almost look at doing a swap and – yeah. You just get into something newer that most likely might be ahead at the end of the day. So, again, number here, 303-477-5600. We've got the guys from Novus up in Sterling with us today. Uh, Kent and Cody with us. Ken Rackley, Tech Automotive with us as well. Roger in Denver, you're next. Oh, hello. Hi. Hi, Roger. How you doing, sir? Yeah, I'm good. I'm looking to find a gas tank for an 80 Chevy pickup, half ton. I don't know where to get one of those. I've called a lot of people. They look at me like I'm crazy. So, got to be able to replace that. Yeah, I would think you that because that was to. a common gas tank, so I would think yeah. there should be something out there. Let me look here real quick. What year did you say it is? Two, 1980. 1980? Yeah. Uh, hang on, let me look. Someone like quick. LCM truck? Yeah, I'm looking there right now. Yeah. I'm looking for you. LMC? LMC truck. LMC, yep, yep. LMC should, is it Is it a half ton, or sorry, two-wheel drive, four-wheel drive? Half ton. Two-wheel or four-wheel? Two-wheel. Okay. So just a C10. I would venture to guess you can find a fuel tank for those. I'm looking as we speak, and it might take me a second here to find this, but they okay. they do show gas tanks for that, yes. Yep, you can buy one from LMC. So yeah. lmctruck.com. lmctruck.com? Yeah, they have a lot. For all of you looking to restore, especially Chevrolet, now they do some of the other, you know, Ford and and Dodge now as well, but they started and really only did Chevrolet for a very, very long time. But if you're restoring an older Chevrolet truck, that's where you went to buy right. all your parts right. for everything from you know, interior components to carpet to trim moldings to weather stripping right. to fenders to whatever. And yes, they show gas tanks for it as well. And glass LMC. and rubber gaskets. And glass and gaskets too. and everything. Yes, all of that. LMCtruck.com. Okay. Thank you very much, sir. Appreciate You're that. very welcome, Roger. And why do I know that? Because I restored my 72 not that long ago. And. <laughs> Got the majority of what I needed from LMC. So, all right, Dave you from Roof Max, hang tight. We'll get your question of the day as soon as we come back. Don't go anywhere, guys. And real quick, though, before I do that, Ken, oh, yeah. Ken even does, even does Napa, Napa show those. Napa as well? shows a few of them okay, too. So a rear tank, a side tank. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Napa also special order, but yeah. So Roger, if you're listening, you can also get that from Napa as well. I was thinking top of my head, maybe, but I didn't know how age wise right. if they did or not. Exactly. Yeah, and it, it shows eighty, but you know, okay. it depends on the tank. So there you yeah. go. And some of those had right and left. So correct. Uh-huh. All right. So there you go, uh, Roger. You can also call Napa for that as well. All right, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. This is Drive Radio KLZ five sixty. Napa know A Napa guy knows that by the foot, there's no better ride than an old station wagon. Room for six people facing forward, two people facing backward, and a whole lot of luggage, lumber, and bicycles haphazardly strapped to the roof. If you can parallel park that beast, you can park anything. And with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your land ship running longer, stronger. It's not obsolete. It's a rare treasure. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. Go with your gut. You know when an estimate from a mechanic doesn't feel right? Maybe they're telling you to fix a bunch of stuff you didn't even know was broken. Maybe their prices seem surprisingly high. The team at Extreme Auto Repair in Parker will give you a second opinion for free so you know what's reasonable 
and what's not. They can typically beat the prices of their competitors, but they won't hold it against you if you decide to go back to the first guy. Either way, you have the peace of mind. The team at Extreme Auto Repair wants to keep you safe and keep your vehicle on the road longer, but they never want to pressure you into repairs that you don't really need. So with every estimate, the team at Extreme Auto Repair will give you a priority list, showing you all of your recommended maintenance items in order from the most to least important. That way, you decide what you want to take care of now and what can wait until later. Free second opinions at klzradio.com extreme. Promises kept. If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com. You want to protect your classic car in the event of an accident on the way to a car show or a surprise Colorado hailstorm. But you shouldn't insure your classic car the same way you'd insure your everyday vehicle. Paul Nigro and his team at Group Insurance Analysts will get you the right coverage for your classic car. Just like with any other form of insurance, Paul and his team at GIA will shop the entire market at no extra charge, hunting for the right coverage at the best price. Remember, GIA works for you, not a specific insurance company, so they have more options. Unlike other forms of insurance, though, you should not insure your classic car based on cash value. You've put a lot of work into that car, so the real value far exceeds the book price. GIA will make sure your vehicle is insured up to a stated value to protect your investment. Get the right insurance from GIA. Call 303-423-0162. Hi, this is Al Smith with Golden Eagle Financial. You're listening to John Rush on Drive Radio because you want to do what's best for your automobile. As a financial advisor who specializes in retirement planning, I help people do what's best for their finances as they enter or prepare for that next phase in their lives. Events like 2008 and COVID-19 have had devastating consequences for many people's retirement savings. A healthcare crisis can derail a well-planned retirement if it's not taken into consideration. When I meet with my clients, we talk about protected growth of their assets and how careful planning can address unforeseen circumstances. For a Zoom meeting with me, Al Smith, or a visit to my office with social distancing, call 303-744-1128 or visit my website, goldeneaglefinancialltd.com. Advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. By the way, any windshield glass questions you've got at all, doesn't matter, by the way, whether you're driving something old, new, farm equipment, combine. Motorhome. You name it. Yeah, we got it all covered for you today. (laughs) I said that. They didn't. (laughs) Whatever you want, let us know. Uh, We'd love to chat with you. David Roofmax, you're up next, sir. Hey, John. Hey, just in uh, regards to the the question of the day, um, I know you've seen my truck, but I've had – you know, one tons, three quarter tons, you name it for right. towing, pulling, all that. But I think probably one of the, my favorite trucks, and I'm actually in it now, is is my F-150. Um, super capable. I could do 80 mile an hour, get 23 yeah. miles a gallon, yeah. and 
for the amount of driving I do, it's five and a half years old, but uh, I'm I'm about to flip 190,000 on it, and uh, it just it just keeps going. I have nice. no issues. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's the eco boost in that one. Yeah, so it's, it's a three five. I mean, it, yeah. at about a hundred thousand, it did have that. Uh, you know, it's got that direct inject, so I had it did have a valve built carbon, and I know the the newer generation EcoBoost have now got the the dual injection, dual port injection, so it solved that problem. But wow. the, other than that, I, this thing's been uh, phenomenal. And I used to like old trucks and all that, and I still do. But just something to get in and go and know it's going to get me there. This thing's been been fabulous. A lot of a lot of fun to drive, a lot of power. You know, I, I had to fly out the Wiggins real fast and. Um, enjoyed some of the uh, the freedoms on the open roads out yeah. there this morning. It was fun. And, um, they were good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a great truck. Yeah, well, no, they are. They're a great truck. No, you are right. Yeah, that's all. Dave, as always, I appreciate it, sir. Good stuff. Thank, Dave, Dave from Roofmax, one of our great sponsors. And if you need something from Dave, please uh, give him a call. He'll give you a free roof inspection. And he's got a great way of, of taking care of your roof and making it last longer, giving you another you know, 5, 10, 15 years out of the roof. We talk about it a lot on Fix-It Radio and during the week even. But, yeah, anything you guys need on the roofing end of it, please, please uh, give Dave a call. He's listed right on the website. Just go to drive-radio.com and find him there. Wayne up in Ogallala, Nebraska. What's going on, sir? Uh, pretty nice up here. Good. Yeah, thank you for taking the call. Uh, I, got my, I got my van in, in the workshop right now. It's been in there three weeks doing some work, but the back brake, uh, the back brake uh, cylinders. They ordered something from Napa just, uh, you know, a couple of days ago, uh, uh, new parts or something. They put new cylinders in there, or I, I thought maybe they just honed those old old ones out and put new new kits in them. It, it would probably cost you about. 10 times as much to hone those out than it would to replace them just for the labor spent and and provided they're not rusted too so yeah definitely replacing them is the way to go anymore for sure are they are they riveted on bolted on or what typically bolted on and i, I don't know what, what kind of van are you talking about it's an astro van uh, oh astro. 80, uh, 86 86 astro oh sure yeah yeah so they're they're bolted on from the backing plate and stuff yep so they're going to put new cylinders on in there. Yeah. Okay, that's what I wanted to know. They used to just hone that stuff out years no, ago. No, not anymore. Uh, I've I, done that for eons. Yeah, it's been a long time. Long, long time. Yeah, and you know, and the thing is, is the whole assembly is uh, is so inexpensive compared to spending the labor to hone them and clean them and put a kit in them and stuff like that. So, you know, it takes you it takes you ten minutes to change them out, where it would take you an hour to pull them both off and hone them and all that stuff typically so okay uh yeah. do they still do they still uh, uh lay the uh, the, the brake drums or do they use Tip- new ones on i would typically say they're going to be replaced and instead of turning them yeah very very like like i said earlier wayne getting to the point where hardly a shop, you know, space-wise, money-wise, investment, and so on. Most shops don't even have lathes kicking around anymore. Yeah. It's just not worth having. You don't well, need. Well, that's, that's better yet, isn't it? Uh, putting new stuff. Yes, on? it's better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Best way to do it. Okay, that's what I wanted to know. All righty. Well, you guys, you guys take care. And you bet, Wayne. Home. Thank you very much. Enjoy, uh, enjoy the weather. And uh, yeah, you guys drove down from that direction today. We did. It was very nice this morning. There you go. Good stuff. Are all the are uh, what, what's going on farming-wise up there? Crops going uh, in as we speak. Corn, 
planting lots of corn. Because the price is way up, right? Price is up, and it's a normal plant okay, so corn everywhere. So dumb question. A few of them plant soybeans. If everybody goes out and plants all of the corn that they're going to do because prices are way up, will that not drive it back down when harvest uh, hits? Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> Anymore, it has nothing to do with the crop. It's uh, government really? involved in it. <laughs> It's not supply. And I, I don't want to know, right? No, so you don't want to say, know. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a long story. <laughs> yeah. yeah, too many fingers in that pot, right? Yep. Yeah, and there's only so many things that can grow. So, so that's what, corn. So right now, corn is going to be yep. it. Corn is it. And they're thinking that's going to be a good crop. It'll be there. Okay. I don't know if it's as good. As long as the hail doesn't take there. it all away, they're yep, in good keep shape, the hail, right? Keep water on it. So no hail. No hail. Yeah, right. You pray for no hail, right? No hail. No hail. No hail. It will, though. Send it to the field next door. No, I didn't say yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> now, you, in the windshield end of things. Hail's a good thing. Yeah, that's right. You don't mind that now, right? Well, that's a good thing. <laughs> Just so it doesn't get me. How, how um, has, I know this is a question that we get a lot here on the program, because, you know, folks think that windshields aren't as good today as they used to be. You know, talk about that, because we've talked about that before on the program, but the, I think the perception is windshields today are thinner than they've ever been and they don't last as long. What are your thoughts? They might be a little thinner than what they were in the 70s. Okay. They still have to meet crash test requirements by the government. And they're they now a structural component of the car that they didn't used to be. And they are a structural component. They're glued in, so they have to meet the requirements by the government. Okay. So, But obviously they're making your cars lighter and lighter every year for fuel mileage. Yeah, right. So they shave a little here and there. But, and also on some of the cars, the windshields are getting bigger and bigger. Right. So you have more surface to break. Sure. So that's part of the uh, okay. a bigger target. So bigger target. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. You know what? Are, we don't, we've never really mentioned that before. That's a good point. Yeah. You you're, know, you're, some you're, of your minivans have a six-foot windshield in them. You're right. So a lot of glass there. A lot of glass. And you have the double sun roofs and windows down the sides, and it's a lot of glass in a vehicle. Oh yeah. So that makes a difference. Oh yeah, yeah. But you know what? That's never really. Even the pickup trucks, we're looking out of a bigger windshield now than, you know, we were talking about that last truck in 1980 where we were looking for the gas tank. Sure, yeah. You know, the windshield on that compared to a new Silverado today, how much more glass is on a new well, Silverado than was on back then? Six inches taller on that new Silverado versus that 1980s One back version. in 80. So, I mean, if you took that 80 windshield and laid it up against a new one, there's going to be a significant difference, isn't quite there? Quite a size difference. Yeah. I never thought about that. And some of the earlier ones were put in with rubber gaskets. Right. Where the new ones are glued in, and I think that plays into effect how they break also. Not as much give. Not as much give. The thing is rigid. So well, it's, again, it's a structural it's, component it's of the vehicle. So. Yeah. Yep. Well, and like on the – used to – I remember there was a vehicle we roped a windshield in or something like that. Well, we still do every day on some of them. <laughs> Depends on what model it is. Rope yeah. them in. Okay. Rope yeah. them in. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so, so when you get in a crash and you're not – Whatever is loose in the vehicle is going to go right through that and knock the windshield out and everything and else rubber is going to go yep. right along with it. That's so. how they were made, but that did yeah, happen. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it, cr it cracks me up today when you see some guy in the movies, and it's so fake it's ridiculous. But they're in the movies, and something's happened, and he's in the front seat kicking the windshield out. Good luck. Is that even possible? Probably not. That's what I thought. Probably not. You're, you're not going to kick the windshield you're out, are you? probably not going out. Right. Because so. that thing is laminated, glued in. You're not getting out, are you? You'll push it out, stretch it out, but you're probably not going out of it. Yeah. So, so when you see Good these luck. guys kicking the windshield out so they can shoot out the front windshield, yeah, that ain't happening. <laughs> it wasn't put in correctly. <laughs> we didn't put that one in. Somebody it put else in right. It's probably <laughs> laying next to the car. But yeah. We didn't do that one. Now, yeah. what, what, the other thing, too, and, and again, we've mentioned this a little bit in the past, too, but I think folks need to be aware of this now. 
a lot of vehicles today, even trucks, are coming with laminated front side windows as well, right? A lot of them are. We're seeing more and more all the time. And, and that's is that because of safety? Is it because of sound? Why are they it's doing that? It's a safety feature, and it helps make the airbags work better. Okay. So it keeps that airbag in the cabin of that pickup okay. or car. Makes okay. sense. Instead of blowing out and going out the window, they stay inside that cabin and protect the passenger that much better. Oh, okay. That makes so sense. The bad part, to get rock chips and crack. So they will crack like your windshield but they won't fall out. Right. So we change a lot of those because of rock chips also. On the sides. On the side. Mainly on the front door glass. The back doors are usually tempered. The front right. ones are laminated. Okay. Okay, so. so how is a front side window g- getting a rock that hard? I, you don't know. It just bounces, hits the mirror. Well, well out where it's you're at, you've got narrow roads, people passing each other at, 75 miles an hour so 150 mile an hour all right i suppose if you're going around a corner and something fell out and you're you know turning a corner i i guess i could see how that could yeah i don't know how it happens but but it does we see it quite often i mean all the years i've driven i've never had a rock fly into the side window yet but if it hits your tempered glass it's probably not going to break it and you probably don't know i guess same rock will break that laminated that much easier because why just the way that because they're two is thin pieces of glass with a piece you know with with the laminate in between being or what? tempered probably makes it a little stronger so that rock can't penetrate it the same as a piece of flat glass that's laminated together might get a little chip out of the tempered. you get a little chip out of a severe break it'll break it out sure you won't rock chip it but yeah. it's probably that much stronger so yeah because it's crack. all one piece yep all thickness wise yeah. okay yep. Okay. All right. Again, folks, any question you've got when it comes to auto glass, please let us know. We've got many things we'll talk about today from coating the glass to Novus has a great plastic cleaner, by the way, for a lot of you guys that are driving uh, everything from, you know, motorcycles to convertibles to Jeeps to whatever. We've, we'll talk about that as well. There's a great product they've got for that. So we'll come right back. Don't go anywhere. Lines are open. 303-477-5600. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. John Rush personally uses Novus Auto Glass to maintain his fleet of company trucks. All of his trucks tend to be in the same place at the same time on Friday mornings. So every Friday morning without fail, John's local Novus guy comes by to check all of the windshields on his company fleet. That's at least 50 different windshields. On the spot, any new little chip or crack gets immediately repaired. Since John self-insures his glass repair and replacement, Novus offers him a discounted cash price. Even more importantly, John saves a lot of money in the long run by repairing those chips and cracks immediately instead of waiting to replace all of those windshields down the road. He'd much rather pay $40 or $50 per vehicle for regular repairs than pay hundreds or even thousands of dollars to replace each of those windshields. Take care of your company vehicles. Visit drive-radio.com slash Novus now and schedule regular maintenance for your fleet. Novus Autoglass, the inventors of windshield repair. Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance offers a rebate program unlike any other. Every year that you don't file a claim, you get a certain percentage of your money back. Just one example of how Paul Lewinberger, the personal insurance agent of John Rush, keeps your rates so low. 
He rewards his customers for their diligence and responsibility. Paul can also help you strategize about when to file a claim and when to pay out of pocket so you save more money in the long run. You don't want to shop online for insurance because you have no idea what you're buying. You need Paul Lewinberger with American National, the No Surprises Insurance Agent. Call 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. And ask Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance for details about his unique rebate program for home and auto insurance. Talk to somebody with the expertise to advise you so you get the coverage you expect. Top auto manufacturers admit that today's high-tech engines on average can use a quart of oil every thousand miles. Why? To meet the government's fuel economy mandates, they use the faster-moving low-tension piston rings that can clog quickly, reducing power, causing poor fuel economy. The Performance Oil Service from BG Products cleans piston rings and restores the fuel system. And it's backed up with lifetime protection for the engine. Ask your service advisor about the BG Performance Oil Service or go to BGFindashop.com. That's BGFindashop.com. BG. Save thousands of dollars by extending the life of your roof instead of replacing it with RoofMax. The cost of asphalt roofing products has already gone up 20% and will likely go up another 20 to 25% this summer. To make matters worse, it's getting harder to find quality contractors, which means the cost of labor has gone up recently. As roof replacements become more and more expensive, roofing companies will start passing along that cost to their customers. Roof rejuvenation with RoofMax could save you up to 85% by adding years of performance to your asphalt roofing. Just one application of their all-natural bio-oil immediately adds five years to your roof, guaranteed. With up to three applications every five years, RoofMax could help your roof last up to 15 years longer. Call Dave Hart with RoofMax in South Aurora now at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. All right, here we go. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. We were just talking. I was looking at the... So Kent brought a list of all the different applications of windshields for different vehicles. So he happens to have one here that's a Ram, which I own a Ram truck, 2019, with all sorts of gizmos on it. And they all have different part numbers. They all have a different price. And not everybody stocks all the parts. Ram's got about 30 different windshields. It does. Unbelievable. It's crazy. Just don't break it. Don't break it. Yeah, Good don't night. Break it. No pits. No. Just yeah, don't I, drive it. I want it. like an extra layer on top of the layer I have. That's you, right. Get you a need clear one. <laughs> get Good a clear. gravy. Oh, man. It, no wonder wow. it's getting so difficult anymore. Yeah. And I don't know why they manufacture so many different parts for one Well, vehicle. you and I were talking yesterday just morning. It doesn't make sense. Kent, yeah. Kent and I talk on Fridays, and, you know, I, if I was doing this and I was a manufacturer, I was would have figured out how to build a car with one windshield with a installation kit that goes with each that you would sell then accordingly so the sure. glass is all the same but all of the kit that you would put with it would be different that that's would how i would do sense. it I, yeah. I would make it that way but that's, that's just why me. they don't do it yeah too easy it makes sense yeah yeah so. <laughs> i mean i again i don't know who on the manufacturing side you know thought is, that is, would to be good yeah I, because i mean it costs them more money because uh, the part not, you're right exactly you know and manufacturing i mean 
fast as how you want I mean, you it. You could even get this down to where you could probably have one windshield with two or three kits with different, you sure. know, because you know, you know what I mean by that. You, you could yeah, have yeah, one right. kit that maybe has yeah. a couple extra pieces Holtz. for one windshield you don't use that, you know, maybe those get thrown away, right. whatever. You, you yeah. could figure that yeah. out to exactly. where you could bundle that down to a, you know, yeah. three or four skew, yeah. you know, part number versus this 30 business. Yeah. It what a joke. Worse every day. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand. Again, I don't understand why they're not thinking through this a little better. Okay, real quick, going back to we had a call earlier about you know buying and selling vehicles and so on. Uh, Bob, one of the great listeners we have, sent me this. He's a, a used car dealer as well. You can now, in the state of Colorado, voluntarily report vehicle ownership transfers. You just go to mydmv.colorado.gov. And you can actually uh, voluntarily report if you've had an ownership transfer there, which, by the way, on that one in particular where it was a kind of a vehicle that's been totaled and you're, you're selling it out just as a tow-away parts vehicle, I would probably use that. I mean, I would use this site, period, and do that. Yeah. Just getting that ownership out of you into the next person right. and away you go. And so that's something you can do. sale, you've got both. Yep. Both coverage and stuff like that. So, yeah. Now, that would apply to, just for everybody listening, make sure we get this correct, that will apply to most likely, I need to double check this, and maybe Bob, you're listening, you can answer this, but probably going to apply to vehicles that are already registered in Colorado where there's a, a record of that vehicle. If you've got an out-of-state vehicle that you're either selling and or buying, that probably isn't going to apply because a whole different set of standards you have right. to go through with an out-of-state uh, sale. But I, I would say I would think any one of the in-state, or if it's an in-state sale, you, this would apply and you can actually go do that. So. There, one more step in that process that I did not know about. So, Bob, thank you for sending that. I appreciate that. We'll keep passing that along. So, All right, getting back to uh, Larry had said during the break, too, we need to make sure that we clarify this with everybody. It is, I believe, a federal mandate on equipment and vehicles in general that there's at least one piece of tempered glass so you can get out of the cabin if something were to happen, right? I believe so. So yeah. that could be a side window, back glass. I guess sunroof would qualify. Most of those are tempered as well. Most of them are, yeah. So you got to have one piece somewhere that you can actually get out of. So if something happens to the vehicle, you can break it out and crawl out of it. So in an, in an emergency, carry your center, your self-driving center yes. punch. Yes. And, and if you have to, hit every window, and then one should pop. One <laughs> well, you know, and I would <laughs> go one step further and say, you know, it wouldn't be a bad idea if it's something that, you know, you're driving this vehicle on a regular yeah. basis. Know what that window is. Right, yeah, Know exactly. on the front well, side. I mean, that's what I was thinking. Like on a Suburban, it's like, well, I mean, they're all probably all tempered on the side. Well, the but, two front um, ones may not be. Well, it might not so be. Some of the right. newer ones are not. Yeah, oh, new, okay. yeah two front yeah, ones so, could be laminated. Yeah, but so you got six, now eight you're climbing windows to the back somewhere <laughs> to get out. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So I, I, it's I, good again, idea. I, I would, yeah. and if you've got a question on that, you know, you can call That's the guys at Novus Auto Glass, any of them, Kent up in uh, Sterling. They can tell you exactly which ones on that vehicle are tempered or not and let you know then which one you'd want to crawl out of if there's ever a problem. Or we could tell you how to look at it and tell you what it is. Oh, okay. Should be yeah. marked on the window. There should the be. brand yeah. name and what it is on okay. the side. So it will say laminated there should, or yeah, there safety should, or what does it say? There should be a bug on there to say laminated or tempered glass from GM or whoever. Oh, nice. Which, okay. Which manufacturer? Okay, and it's going to be lower, you know, if it's like a side window, on the lower It'll end of the... lower back side on the side window. Okay, it'll actually tell you. Yeah. Okay, good to know. So those of you that are listening, that's not a bad thing to to, to know. And, I, yeah, having, to Ken's point, or Ken's point, I should say, having one of the glass brake tools in yeah. the car, not a bad idea. Be a yeah. good idea. Yeah. Now, some of us carry knives and things like that where it's yeah. not as big Why of an not? issue. Yeah. You can always just pop one out that way. But right. if well, you don't, you should. My knife actually has one in it. 
Oh, well, nice. Yeah, oh, that's so, let me see that. Yeah. That is nice. Good job. My daughter got me that one. Well, this is slick. That, that works really well. That yeah. is. That's yeah. nice. I like that on the end. I've never had to use the glass well, part. Well, hopefully you never hopefully will. Hopefully you never will. Right. But it's nice to have just in case. Yeah, exactly. It's like a center punch where you just you know, poke it out and away yeah. you go. Exactly. Nice. Yeah, one one pop on a tempered glass, they just shatter into yeah. a million pieces. They make a mess. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Before we go to break, biggest misconception you find when it comes to the customer side of the fence on glass replacement? What is it? Uh, is it price? Is it cost? Is it time? Priced, is it what? More of it's price. I think they just they haven't bought one for a number of years. So they think windshields one hundred forty five dollars. So they still think they bought one in nineteen eighty for a hundred bucks. <laughs> they some of them still think they are. <laughs> we ran into that. All you the could time. be you could sure. be adding another zero to that you nowadays. Should. And it's with all these new windows with all the attachments, it gets higher and higher. Yeah, right. So they go out and buy this new car and not realize what they bought. And the windshield's yeah, fifteen hundred bucks. The or windshield more. could be fifteen hundred bucks, and they don't have coverage, or yeah. yeah. Or if they do, it depends on the. Again, that's one of those. Again, we we talk about reading your policy, folks. You really need to read the policy because all of these uh, insurance companies are getting stickier, I guess I should say, when it comes to some of these things. And what you think may be covered, you really need to double check Just, to make sure yeah, that make it, sure it you is have good coverage. If that's what you want, if you're yeah. paying for it, yeah. Because it makes a big difference. Because some of us are self-insured and don't have glass coverage. <laughs> right. I'm raising my hand. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't. Yeah. Well, yeah. I do, but I don't use it. So. <laughs> okay. Wait, wait, in the glass business, why are you paying for glass coverage? Not sure. <laughs> I don't, I don't. Why are you not dropping that <laughs> off yeah, your I policy? Do. I should. And say, I mean, even for you, if it's ten bucks a month, it's you know, hundred twenty oh, bucks a year. Why not? So I never turn them in. So yeah, I why should drop it? Yeah. Why are you paying for? Yeah. That? I'll look into that. <laughs> <laughs> I've been too busy to look into that. Actually. You're right. Well, right. you, you know, exactly. we, we laugh at that, but a lot of you need to really be looking at how do you want to be. This is a, a question for, you know, Paul Lumberger from American National. But really, you need to be looking at your policies and what do you want to cover yourself versus what do you want the insurance company to cover. And by the way, nothing's free. Yeah. So if you're having the insurance company cover it for you, you are still paying. You're still paying. It's just over time, oh, not in one check. Premium, yeah. Right. Yeah, you you, right. you are paying. Trust me. Yeah, There's right. no free lunch. Free. Right. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, if you get if you go through six windshields a year, you know, it's probably worth having. Yeah. But, I mean. If they even, don't drop if you they afterwards. Don't, right. Exactly. Even or put a, year, a limit. One a year is worth it. Yeah. So, yeah. If you're that person. Uh, now, right. Some exactly. of us don't go through. Yeah. Some people I mean, every five years. You're right. When I you drive, I drive quite a bit. Or I mean, well, not a ton, but I put 20k a year on, you know, and and I might go through one windshield a year, okay. maybe, you know, and but sometimes I'll go through two, but you know, at a 225 bucks a piece. Yeah, I don't have coverage, so. And now you buy the new car with lane departure warning. Right, you right. Just double that price. Yeah, that's different. I, I just won't let my wife so, have that car. Yeah, so now there you go. Just watch what you buy. <laughs> right. Well, to, yeah. to Kent's point, again, yeah. you need to be, in a lot of cases, reviewing some of this right. stuff on the front side. Know what you're getting into. You may like all those bells and whistles, and that may be fabulous, but yeah. that's going to come it's with another cost. Good it to will know. cost you down the road. Right. right. So just something to think about, folks. All right, lines what? are open. Call us again. We've got the guys from Novus here. If there's any questions you've got, we'll talk about other things for the rest of the show. Plastic polish, proper repair of a windshield. There was a great article out this last week, by the way, talking about how technical it's gotten when it comes to repairing a windshield. And, and again, not like it used to be. It's not going to be the situation anymore where you go down to Walmart, buy the handy-dandy $10 kit, and try to fix it yourself. You're probably doing more harm than good. We'll talk about some of that when we come back. So hour number two is next. We've got lines open, 303-477-5600. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? 
go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.